Hey, big little besties. Today we're talking about my journey with endometriosis, everything from my symptoms to my diagnosis, my recent surgery and recovery. And shockingly, this affects so, so, so many women. So it's definitely worth talking about. So let's jump into it. If you follow us on Instagram, you know that Moki, my pug, he is my number one baby. He's my firstborn. I love him so much. But if I'm being really, really honest, ever since having kids, he doesn't get the attention that he used to. I do my best, but there's a lot going on. But one thing that makes me feel really good is we recently switched his food to the farmer's dog. And I cannot tell you how happy this little pug is every morning and every night when he's about to eat. Even my husband commented yesterday, he's like, I've never seen Moki prance around so excited. He loves this food. And I've noticed a difference where he does look happier. He has more energy. He just looks like a healthier dog. The farmer's dog makes and delivers fresh, healthy dog food. It's recommended by vets, nutritionally balanced, and it's made from human-grade ingredients in safe, clean kitchens. Honestly, when you pour it, you can tell how real and how clean this food is. In hindsight now, I can really see how like traditional dry and wet dog food options are extremely processed and they can use so much lower quality ingredients than they claim to, and they're extremely difficult to portion accurately. And if you're using dry food or like store-bought food, no guilt. I did it for a really long time, but I now notice such a difference since I've switched him. Which is why I'm here sharing the farmer's dog with you so you can incorporate it into your family. And one little detail that I love it makes life easier is the farmer's dog isn't just higher quality food. They also send you the right pre-portioned size specifically for your dog based on their unique nutritional needs. This makes it really easy to help your dog reach and stay at their ideal weight, which is one of the biggest indicators of a full healthy life. In fact, dogs at healthy weights can live as much as 16% longer than overweight ones. And that's two and a half years. A fresh diet has been found to have all sorts of benefits from healthier coat and skin to better breath and even easier digestion and smaller, better poops. Yes, poops matter. A healthy diet isn't just important for humans. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com feelings. Let the farmer's dog know that we sent you. Use our code or click podcast after you sign up for your first box. Finally, here we are. It's after bedtime, the kids are asleep, and it is time to get down. I'm Kristen. And I'm Dina. We're the duo behind the ever-popular Instagram account, Big Little Feelings, which helps you navigate all things parenthood. But this is not a boring parenting podcast. There will be inappropriate jokes. We will be getting down and dirty. So put those babies to bed and let's have fun. Dina, hello. Hey. Hi. Hi. Besties. Hanging in there. How are you? Besties, everybody. I'm not Welcome. I'm not singing today. I think you know why, Dina. I think you might throw up if you try. <laughs> like, don't talk too hard, yeah. you know? <laughs> we're, we're recording we separately. We always joke about it, but it's happening now. Again, uh, the daycare rule. The daycare rule. This time it's real. Remember last mm-hmm. time it was like one of my kids threw up and nothing happened? Nothing happened. Yeah, it was a fake out. It was just the Thank fluke. God. You know, sometimes kids. This is real. We got two kids down, jamming this podcast yeah. in, and then whatever may happen, just take me away, you know? Yeah. Let's get it in while we can, while you're still yeah. here. Yeah. Um, I'm also not doing that great. I'm recovering from surgery. 
you're also in rough shape here. Dina, how are how are you? I feel like that's more important. That's more important right now. I'm, you know, I'm sitting on a couch most of the days mm-hmm. here. I've got some open wounds. Oh I'm my bleeding. god. Like it's gonna be okay though. I feel so bad that I can't do like luckily we made you that cake before we all got <laughs> got taken down. That was so but nice. Now, yeah. Thank you for dropping that off. Now now you're just on your own. I'm sorry. I wish I could be there. We're both struggling today, but you know what? It is so nice to see you and to be here with you. This is a highlight. This is really all we needed where it's like, you know what? I just need to sneak away. We just need to sneak away for an hour to be together and then just go back to (laughs) to the recovery that we're... We'll get right back in it. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. Something no one really warns you about, by the way, is like when you're a parent and your kids are Mm. sick and you are sick, you still have to parent. Like no one really explains that to you, especially. So once they get older, I will say I can tell everyone it gets much easier. You know, seven year old gets sick, even the almost five year old. They're watching iPad. Mommy, I need to throw up, walk over to the toilet, throws up. You know what I mean? Wow. 14 wow. month old. I can't even imagine. <laughs> exactly. You, you're still in it. And now I put myself back in it. 14 month old norovirus is wild where it's like you're throwing up they're throwing up they they're climbing they're still trying to like kill themselves somehow because they're just like on top of everything but they're then throw up all over you and then it's like well how do i shower because like i'm covered in throw up and you're covered in, but how am i supposed to shower so then you just don't oh my shower God, it's so bad you know it's a different ball game but it does get better when they get older yeah i feel bad too this is like getting real gross yeah. <laughs> i feel like the besties have been Thanks there if you're listening yeah, and you no, have a child life. i you've been thrown up on and gone through baby oh, slash yeah. toddler norovirus before what else are we yeah. going to talk about in like yeah. a december podcast do you know what i mean yeah we're in it it's sixth season y'all <laughs> <It's> six- <laughs> we're doing I feel it like every single episode is either how tired we are or how sick <laughs> everyone <is. laughs> <It's> true <laughs> i've never been so tired but go what on. will we talk about like in the springtime wow <laughs> i don't know like, I can't even- <laughs> sunshine what do you think our intros will be about our catch-ups maybe they'll be really fun we should go on a trip (gasps) we should go on like a mom trip me and you dina stop i i did go to a a mom dinner last week okay with some of the moms from school Mm -hmm. they're very cool i'm gonna intro you and while we were there i was looking around and i was like we should go on a housewives trip we should go on a real housewife trip. You call it a mom trip, oh, but wow. I call it like Bravo Andy. Like okay. all the housewives go to the yeah. Bahamas or Mexico or like Utah. They went to like Utah drag queen motel with like teepees. Anything. I'll go anywhere. I want to go on a housewife trip. You know what that means. Yeah. Because you've watched enough housewives to yeah. know what that means. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a hot goss. Mm. Like we're gossiping about Ooh. like the marriages Ooh. and how things are falling and what you said about me. And, yeah. you know, like I'm going to call you out on oh, it. Oh, wow. I don't know that I envision. Are you going to call someone oh, out? Oh, I didn't think you. I don't think this you can. far into that. Yeah. I think less that and more like, I don't <laughs> think you watched the Salt Lake City one, but on the Salt Lake City one, they just went to one again. I think it was in, U- I don't know where it is. Somewhere in Utah, I think. And it's like a motel run by a drag queen and they did like drag queen performances and they have wine and there's charcuterie. I feel like that's more what I'm envisioning. You know what I okay, mean? Okay, so just the fun S- element. Got yeah, it. Just- Less drama, more <laughs> enjoyment. I don't think I'm there for the the calling out moments, um, but I am here for the rest, the charcuterie. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, no, I like to follow rules, so I was just, <laughs> like, just following gonna, the rules really gonna, hardcore like, there. Shit you know up what I mean? Just because you have to. Like, <laughs> yeah. We're on a housewife's I'm trip. I'm a Gemini. Like, jump on the <laughs> roller coaster. Let's go. I'm going to have a problem with this person I've never met before. Let's go. I would love to. <laughs> yeah. I would love to. I know nothing about you. I will figure something out. <laughs> Take out some drama. <laughs> you really would, though. <laughs> like, I would love to take this out on you right now. <laughs> just been putting it all in, you know, waiting for somebody to take this out on. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of shoving things in, we could pivot to my surgery. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> About my uterus. Oh, I was like, we're shoving thing. Okay. Yeah. No, I get that. I get it now. I've got it. Do you want me to spell it out for yeah, you? Yeah, I do. <laughs> my vagina. Okay. Okay, on that note, let's talk about your surgery and uh, endometriosis is what we found out. Okay, let's jump into it. Okay, we're big believers that small, easy changes can have big results. And that goes for your skincare routine, too. These days, it's so confusing to know what product works for this and that and which work together in what order. So I'm just gonna make it easy for you. The work system from Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, it's high-end skincare that's affordable and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean either. And when I say clean, by the way, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient so you can use their products daily with confidence. I do not have time to remember a 10-step routine. The work system is everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, with spring and summer around the corner, I love anything with sunscreen. Their Tinted Glow Wonder Screen with SPF 30 just came out in new shades, and it's amazing. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. Love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. DimeBeautyCO.com. It's about time you've checked out Dime. Besties, you know that after bedtime, this is a podcast where we navigate the wild world of parenting after our little ones have gone to sleep. But we can't forget our other little babies, our furry little troublemakers, our dogs. I have a little pug. His name is Moki and we call him Momo and he really is my number one baby. He was my first child. And at the same time, as much as we love our pets, we know they can get into um, some trouble sometimes. Let me tell you about a time that my sweet, sweet baby Moki got into a bit of trouble. My one-year-old was just learning how to do solids. He's practicing. I gave him a huge lamb bone. And the baby, being a baby accidentally dropped it on the floor and within seconds I kid you not I looked over before I could grab it Moki inhaled the lamb bone all six inches in a pug down his throat it was horrifying we rushed him to an emergency vet and thankfully thankfully it was a three-day journey he is okay but trust me the vet bills they were no joke Speaking of which, we wanted to share a message from our partner Spot Pet Insurance because Spot Pet Insurance plans can offer up to 90% cash back on eligible vet bills, which sounds like a game changer and something I wish I had on the Moki Lambone fiasco. Honestly, like it was bad on top of bad when I got the bill. But now imagine getting up to 90% cash back on that bill. 
And the Spot Pet Insurance Plan offers not only coverage for accidents and illness plans, but an optional preventative care benefit as well to help with the cost for routine wellness, vaccines, and more. And if you catch yourself thinking like, mm, is it expensive? Let me tell you, it is probably less expensive than the unexpected $1,800 vet bill that I got served. Go to spotpetinsurance.com today and get a free quote instantly. It's very easy. Disclaimer, paid ad for Spot Pet Insurance. Waiting periods, annual deductible, coinsurance, benefit limits, and exclusions may apply for all terms. Visit spotpetins.com slash sample dash policy. Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. Alrighty. So I am what? I am six days out from surgery now for my endometriosis surgery, which has just been a roller coaster of a journey. Yeah. Honestly, like up until very recently, I just thought my painful periods, like when I say painful too, I mean, it was unbearable. The pain that I was going through every month. I thought it was just normal because like a few doctors told me you know, periods are just painful and they just are kind of like that. And so I had really had that in my mind and was just trying to like stick it out every month until I realized it's actually endometriosis. I was scrolling on Instagram and I think because of our texts, I was sent like a targeted, a targeted thing. And it literally, no joke, it's this gynecologist, I think. And she's like, painful periods are not normal. Like, don't let doctors tell you that this is normal. And I was like, oh my God, why didn't I see this like five months ago? But this is apparently a thing where like women are going in and they're saying this is extremely, something's wrong. It's extremely painful. No, really, this is a thing. Like it is a thing according to research around 11% of women have endometriosis. And I'm sure it's higher than that because so much of it goes undiagnosed. You had several doctors be like, oh, that's that's periods, you know, that's that's womanhood. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, man, after kids, like, yeah, things change, huh? You know, and I'm like, looking back, no. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, I have such a high pain tolerance so this if it's really impacting me and you've been with me in real time where i'm like doubled over and i'm like hold on i just um never can't really walk right i've never seen you you like that you're like on the floor while your kids are playing around you like that's not a you move like you're like let's go let's do this you could be like dying in pain and you're just like let's go i'm fine i'm fine i don't feel anything i got it i'm fine and this was like (laughs) totally took you out like super painful i'm gonna push her through to like an unhealthy (laughs) amount like i will just keep going let's just uh keep moving through it and you couldn't and you couldn't with this no i just could not yeah okay wait let me ask you because i feel like i don't know much. And I don't know that many people know much, honestly. So I'm so curious, what were your symptoms? Like what was happening that you were being told to ignore? I mean, where do I even start? Like painful periods is number one, but then a lot of people get pain with sex, pain with bowel movements, excessive bleeding, which I definitely had. I mean, it can cause infertility. It causes so many issues. Like everything down in your uterus is hurting. Like other organs were hurting. My lower back, I've never felt such bad back pain except when I had COVID. Actually, I had back pain. It was crazy like that. I thought I threw my back out. But every month it was like that level of intense pain where by the end, before I got this surgery, I just couldn't even walk 
for like two days. I would just have to sit on the couch. And that was my sign. I was like, you know what? I think we should go to another doctor because this really doesn't seem normal. And I didn't know until very recently what endometriosis actually is and basically what it is. And do not quote me on this. I am not a medical doctor. It's when tissue that's similar to the inner lining of your uterus grows outside of your uterus and it can start to affect your ovaries and your fallopian tube and the tissue lining of your pelvis. And here's the weird part. The endometriosis tissue acts like the lining inside your uterus would. So it thickens, it breaks down, and it bleeds with every menstrual cycle with nowhere to go because it's not in your uterus anymore. And that's what can cause inflammation and so much pain and other problems. And I feel like what's so surprising for me as like an outsider is you didn't have this before your two kids, right? Like in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, endometrial, you must have had it or like you had it all through your 20s or once you got your period. Like that's the craziest part to me is can this come apparently does this just come on suddenly? It can come on after kids if you've never had it before. So according to my doctor, it can get worse with every child that you have. So after my second baby is when I started to really have these symptoms. You're right. I had never had a period like this before. Like I was pretty mild when it came to periods. They weren't that bad, but the pain has gotten so bad that I literally could not even put a tampon in. Okay. Sorry if that's TMI, but the pain was excruciating. And I will say though, my whole life, I've always had really, really heavy periods. Mm -hmm. Like the doctor asked me, well, what does heavy mean to you? I, on like day one of my period, could not even put in those like super sized tampons without bleeding through that within one hour oh, wow. or less. Yeah. So like really, really heavy. And everyone just kind of, you know, brushed that part off too. And when I was younger, I just got put on birth control and that was like kind of masking it, I think, for a long mm. time. So I don't really know how long I've had it per se, but definitely after having my second baby, that is when everything turned. It's crazy because how old your your second is now almost like one and a half, right? He's headed towards two. Yeah. We're like two months away from two, which is crazy. And I remember you being like, whenever you got your very first period, whether he was, I, I don't even know, he was so young because you stopped breastfeeding and that was a whole journey. So you got your period and when he was, was like, like four months. Yeah, I got like it like pretty, pretty quickly, quickly. Or three months or something. And I literally remember that even that exact one being like, something is wrong. Like something is wrong. There's something wrong with my uterus. Like something is wrong in here. And it's been, and you went to pelvic floor yeah. therapy and you went to all these different doctors and it's been like over a year of this and no one like acknowledging it or taking it seriously, which is wild to me. Yes, I know. And as the back pain like ramped up, that was the one for me where I was like, you know what? My intuition is saying this is actually Mm. not normal. This is not okay. Even though three doctors have told me, you know, this is just kind of part of it. You're postpartum. You've had kids. Things change. That was the one where I was like, nope, I'm going back to another doctor did a bunch of research for, you know, good reviews. It is so hard to tell with doctors. Yeah. You're like guessing all the yeah. time. Find someone who actually took it very seriously mm. and he apologized. He's like, I'm sorry, you've had these experiences. No, yes. everything you're saying lines up with endometriosis. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Unfortunately, the only way that we can really diagnose it is by going in through surgery. And once we're in there, if you have that, we're going to scrape it mm. out. So that's what I signed up for. 
the feelings before you want to explain that because that was really interesting of like do you hope you do have it or you hope you don't have it you know yes no this is coming from someone who I had my own long journey with autoimmune issues when I was in my teens and that was this whole traumatic thing of so many doctors being like yeah I mean sort of like it's a little bit low but I don't see anything wrong with you maybe go to this doctor and that doctor and this doctor and that doctor so that's what I just assumed was going to be happening and I was terrified that basically they were going to go in because I've had this happen so many times before and be like yeah, you know, kind of looks a little inflamed, but it's not really anything. And then I was gonna be like, well, what is it then? Like, I don't know if I can handle going on this crazy journey again of like, not figuring out what it is. But I guess, you know, at the same time, you kind of have to if that's the case. And my backup plan was like, all right, go to a GI specialist, see if that's what it is since it's in the lower region. Yeah. Just kind of go on the journey. And so when they told you, you went into surgery and that was, let's pause and talk about going into surgery and what that was like, because this is a real deal surgery. I don't know, like, again, that I ever knew. I just, I just didn't know the depths of what endometriosis was and like what you have to do for it. So A, it's a real deal surgery with anesthesia and then B, mm-hmm. I want you to talk about this too, is you have to do it again. Like it comes back. So walk yes. us through what the surgery was and what like treatment is. And then also that second part, which is crazy that it, it doesn't just end there. No. Okay. So first of all, this was also my first ever surgery. I've really? never been under general oh, anesthesia. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Have you had surgery? Uh, I did. I had a DNC. I did. Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. We need to talk about that one day. Yeah. So then... This was my first real surgery. I had no idea what I was doing. Also, I feel like I didn't even realize it was a real deal you surgery. You did it. You did not like, leading up to it. I was no. like, Dina, you have to, no. you need to take some, some days. You're like, I'm, I'm fine. I'm like, no, you need to, like, Mike's going with you, yeah. right? Like, you're like, I'm going to be dropped <laughs> off. And I'm like, Dina, um, will someone be with you? Because I'm going to come with you. Like, Mike needs to go with yeah. you or I need to go with you. Like you, like the night before, I feel like you really did not know. Which so healing, by the way. Like I hadn't even asked my husband. I'm so used to, and this is my like childhood trauma. Yeah. I'm so used to doing everything by myself mm-hmm. that it was almost assumed, yeah, I'm just going to get dropped off. And you know, my husband will pick me up at the end. But this was so healing. He was like, dude, what? I cleared my entire day. Like I'm waiting yes. at the at the hospital for you to get out. Yes. So he was with me the whole time. And that was so yes. nice. But yeah, real deal surgery. I had no idea what I was walking into. I got there. We go through the whole kind of like checklist with anesthesia. They were like, you know, have you ever had this before? No. And I told them I have a vomit phobia. So they like loaded me up with all these anti-nausea meds. Then they, no one told me that they were about to start the anesthesia process in the IV. And all of a sudden I felt loopy as shit. (laughs) And I was like, oh my God, what is going on? Why do I feel this way? Did you guys just start the anesthesia? And they were like, oh yeah, yeah, we did. (laughs) And from there, I'm just hysterically laughing. Like I cannot stop laughing. And all I remember is them rolling me through the hospital while I'm laughing my ass off. I cannot stop. We get into the OR and there's people like also laughing with me because I'm laughing so hard now. (laughs) 
And they're like, hey, can you get off that little rolling bed onto the surgery table yourself? And I was like, I don't know, guys. Let's find I out. I can't believe and you I remember like, all this. This is crazy. <laughs> I don't remember anything. And I just like... Please continue. I don't this know is how I remember this. Yeah, this is like really says a lot about like your brain, I guess. I don't know. Like, is it normal to so remember I, all this? Okay, go ahead. So you're so they're shimmying apparently I somehow. I, really good I wonder what I did. They probably had to pick my ass up. Like I have to, probably had to roll me onto a table. I know. So I like <laughs> naked shimmy my way in front of all the people oh laughing onto the table and I go like this and then I just remember passing out and that's it. <laughs> oh my god so then the surgery happens right i like remember coming out and i see a nurse i'm in the little post-op area Mm -hmm. and i just look at her and i go i'm so confused and she's like oh you're out of surgery and i was like oh yeah that whole thing (laughs) so laparoscopic surgery i had four incisions like one on each hip one on my belly button and one to the side on the left because Turns out, surprise, I do have endometriosis. They confirmed it. There was a bunch on the left side. So we scraped it all out, which I'm so, so happy about. Like, I was so happy I could cry when they told me that part. Like, right when they told you? Was it just, what did that feel like? Oh, my God. It felt like such relief to know that, yes, the pain you're feeling is so valid. It all makes sense. And we took it out. Like how incredible, Yeah, you know, I just felt really hopeful for the future at that point. Because I think you texted me and it said something like it was so, it was so wild to read. It was something like as painful as recovering from surgery is, it's like nothing compared to what I've lived with for, you know, over a year. Exactly. The pain monthly that I had was so much more severe Mm. even than like any of the pain from this surgery or recovering from it, which is just like mind blowing in hindsight that I lived with it for so long. Yeah. Not only that, though, we found a few surprises, which I was not totally expecting. So one of the surprises was that I also apparently have something called adenomyosis, which is kind of similar, except a little bit different. But that might also be contributing to the pain. And wait, what is that? Something like the tissue that normally lines your uterus grows into the muscular wall of the uterus. So basically, these displaced tissues continue to act normally. So they're thickening, they're breaking down, and they're bleeding during every menstrual cycle. And it can essentially enlarge your uterus and create really painful, heavy periods, which again, I have. I have to go to the doctor and find out more about this, but that could be contributing to some of the pain too which makes me less hopeful. (laughs) And then maybe the bigger surprise is that my uterus is mildly prolapsing, which I was not ready to hear. And he delivered that in a really matter of fact way. Please walk me through how this was delivered. He delivered this news in the most matter of fact way. By the way, I'm like half delirious coming out of anesthesia. I'm like barely here in reality. And I just kind of remember him being like, Yeah. So good news. Uh, You definitely have endometriosis. We got that all out. And uh, bad news. You have adenomyosis and your uterus is prolapsing. So I will see you in a few weeks at the post-surgery appointment and we will talk about it. And I was just like, a few weeks? My uterus is prolapsed. What? What? (laughs) Sorry. What now? Like, is it going to fall out? Like, what is going on? Okay. So we don't know any more info on that yet. Like, have we Googled this or we're going to wait for the doctor? I mean... Let me tell you, don't Google okay. it. Don't Google it. You'll go into <laughs> okay. I'm definitely an anxiety Googling it vortex. right after this, by the way. But okay. 
definitely gonna google it (laughs) oh my god it reminds me of one time on my baby moon before my first baby i had endless like the baby had hiccups dina i I remember this even go ahead do you remember this this was such a thing for you we're at dinner and mike and i google about too many hiccups Mm -hmm. in the Mm -hmm. womb and then mm-hmm. I freaked myself out because it gave like terrifying, terrifying, terrifying results about how the umbilical cord was about yeah. to fall out. And I'm like, oh my God. And it completely ruined the whole trip. So anyways, <laughs> that Google. was like a real lesson for me yeah. about don't Google. I learned my lesson things, way you know? too many times where it's just like your child, yeah. this is like a fatal disease. And I'm like, okay, I've learned my lesson now. I don't actually, I actually yeah. don't Google things anymore like you. Yeah. But you. I feel like you did though. I feel like you did. I did. I did. You know me so well. I still did. I still did, but I'm not panicked. You know, maybe that's the lesson. lesson. You can do it. Just try not to panic. Yeah, you read it and you're like, oh, obviously it's going to tell me, you know, everything is over right now. Um, Like, I know what's coming. Yeah, we end of the world. I just want like a smorgasbord of an understanding of how bad it could possibly be. And Google will tell me that, you know? Exactly. (laughs) And what is uterus prolapse? You may be asking yourself, great question, scary question. It's basically the muscles and ligaments around your uterus start to weaken and basically the structure starts to fail. So your uterus is sagging out of position. It is falling down into the vagina. And if it gets so, so bad in cases, it can fall out of your body. Mine is not yet out of my body, but it is falling down, which causes a lot of pain because these ligaments are pulling, it hurts. And as someone who wants to have another baby, I mean, I am a little bit worried. What does this actually mean? What would the impact be? He mentioned something about, again, very casually, like, he can just have surgery for that and we can fix it. And I was like, okay. Okay. So I don't actually know, but I do know I'm going to go back to PT. That's my number one move. Yes. Just go back to PT. See if we can strengthen this uterus. Does that, can you strengthen a uterus in, in pelvic floor PT? That's what my PT said when I emailed really? her. <laughs> she was like, yeah, bring it on in, girl. Your like, okay. Uter- okay, I'm fascinated and you're going to have to report back to um the podcast because like... Will just i'm thinking logistic you know what i mean i obviously i'm going into like weird zone like how manually are we you know fixing a prolapsed uterus but like i can't wait to find out i have no idea wow yeah so we'll see and we'll see too after (laughs) yeah it's it's a journey we'll see too after having another baby like cross your fingers gonna go on the journey hope it happens but if i can have another baby then also does the endometriosis come back? We'll have to keep an eye on that because it can get worse again with say, every child that you have. Not even come back, yeah. but actually be worse is what it sounds like. 11% mm. of women have endometriosis. This is like a very Staggering. widespread thing that I feel like a lot of people probably struggle with and is underdiagnosed mm. and underrecognized. Like, look at my experience. I go to three different doctors who all kind of brushed it off you know yeah and i feel like that must be a low number because it's probably like you're saying how many cases are undiagnosed and women are just i feel like this is a whole nother podcast episode of like you know women not being heard in the doctor's office like this is a real thing yeah i'm being totally dismissed yeah Frankly, the hardest part is I'm not supposed to pick up my kids for two weeks. So my husband has to do literally everything, which, you know, maybe it's good for him to to try that out. See how it feels. Feels nice. nice. (laughs) Yeah. He's so far. He's doing pretty good. And um, which I feel like actually has been a little bit healing because when I had both of my babies, 
that was the thing that kind of like broke our marriage was I ended up doing everything around childcare on top of doing my normal job. And he was doing like nothing. And so now for him to actually step up and like just handle things while I'm recovering and I'm sitting on the couch and I'm like, hi, um, I actually need another coffee. Thank you so much. Can you hand me that child? Yeah, I can't pick him up. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, like he can <laughs> hold two kids really and get you a coffee at the That's same time. Totally. That's right. So it's good been job, Mike. really healing. But yeah, you're crushing it, dude. Yeah. That's exciting. So anyways, you know, we're going to get through this. I'm going to heal. And then we'll just have to circle back on all my millions of questions. Okay. <laughs> I have so many questions. <laughs> I really thought we were going to walk into this episode and f- and feel like resolve, you know, and maybe actually that's a good question for you. Like, how do you feel knowing it's not like 100% resolved? I'm sure like a small part of you was like, okay, cool. Maybe I can just like get this surgery and then that's it. Like we can move on. I think there's a small part of me that feels really happy, especially after coming off of this, like the best period I've ever had in my whole life where it's like relief. But then there is a part of me that is so scared because this can come back. And I've read so many stories of where the endometriosis does come back. And I've talked to women in our DMs Mm. where they're on their third surgery, their fourth surgery for it. And I think that is why the day that he told me the doctor like diagnosis, basically, I went into my car and I started sobbing, sobbing because this is potentially like a journey for life Mm. that's going to just keep coming back. And I'm kind of scared of the unknown of like, how many times am I going to go through the cycle? Mm. You know? Yeah. (sighs) That makes perfect sense. Not to mention possibly having a third baby being thrown in there in with all those fears of like it coming back and and just the journey that might happen over the next few years. Exactly. Like, gosh, in my heart, I just really, really want this last baby. I don't know why. Like, it I just do feels, know why. You do know you had this. Yeah. It feels so right for our family. And at the same time, I'm so scared. Like, how bad is it going to be after that baby and the uterus prolapse? Like how bad is that going to be? And what does it mean? And are there more surgeries in my future or pain or, I mean, the DMS have been super helpful and I've heard, you know, how this can go, especially with the adenomyosis and the uterus prolapse, which can in many, many cases lead to a hysterectomy. So I, yeah, I have, you know, a lot of fear Mm. around this, basically. And I'm excited because I really want one last baby and I'm terrified at what that might mean for my body. Mm. I wish I could give you a hug and not not give you norovirus right now. I know. I know. I wish I could hug you. Oh, what a journey. But yeah. Yeah. Being a woman, it's a lot, you know. Yeah. (laughs) We're amazing. It's it's a. We're, we're warriors. You're a sure. warrior. You're a warrior. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Thank you for sharing your story because I know a lot of women are going through this. I saw a lot of DMs that were like, I've been brushed off by doctors. Now I'm going to go get, you know, another opinion and another opinion and another opinion. So I feel like just the more we can share, the better. To actually have been diagnosed, to have it removed, like has been the most validating part of this whole journey for me. Yeah. Like, listener, if this is you, you know, keep going, keep going. It's hard too, by the way. I mean, especially if you already have kids, like I'm proud of you because it's exhausting. It's so easy to just be like, okay, they say it's normal. Like how how much can I do, right? Like how, how much can I keep fighting and keep going to doctors? But obviously in the end it was worth it like we have to just keep keep fighting you know your body something's wrong exactly keep listening to your body besties thank you for listening thank you for just being on this journey with me and honestly i hope that if this just helped even one person one person who's maybe been dismissed by doctors whose body is shouting that something is not okay people have made you feel crazy for it you are not crazy you are the only one who lives in your body you are a warrior so i have a lot to circle back on i will definitely keep you posted on my journey my uterus oh, the uterus <laughs> we will meet back here and talk about yes, it yes we'll be here well i hope i, hope, I was going to say next week but it's probably going to take a few weeks and then like we need to report back you yes, know what i mean it's going to be a little journey but we're going to you know stay the course we're going to do it together all of us us yeah, and the besties we, we love you dina we support you you're amazing you're incredible nothing but good things Aww. you're awesome i love this family Oh, I love it too. Speaking of family, I just got a text that it has spread to another child. <laughs> so I have to I have to oh, go. This my. is good timing. I'm really glad we got this in. You know what I mean? It's time me to go. <laughs> it's time for me to You know you're last in line, right? You're gonna go down. I, I, I hate to say it. Listen, you know, back in the day I used to do all the things. You have the bleach, you have the Clorox, you have the sanitizing. And like I still think that's smart. I've been washing my hands as much as I can. And also no level of control is gonna stop this thing. You know what I mean? Like I'm on bided time. It's gonna run its and, course. Uh, yeah. You just prepare for it. You just get the trash bags ready. You know, I'm just embracing it. You look beautiful right oh now. Oh my god. I just you to know that. Thank you. That's very yeah. kind. I'll in like three days we'll see how <laughs> just like a hollow shell of a person in three days but <laughs> like bags under yeah. your eyes yeah i feel great for now okay you got this yeah. you got this enjoy your last few <laughs> minutes you. Okay? yeah i'm gonna go like maybe take a shower or something you know really really yeah. take some me time soak it and up and you go go rest <laughs> go lay down i am Please. i am i'm gonna go back into bed good we're both gonna do that that sounds good well not me but okay I wish I could. Um, besties, <laughs> we love you. We can't wait to do this again next week. I hope. I hope we'll be here next week. <laughs> if we're still standing. It's always a TBD. We'll, we'll see you soon. We'll see you soon. We love you. Bye, besties. Bye. 
if you are struggling with toddler or preschooler tantrums, pushback, discipline, picky eating, just all the confusing things, this podcast, we can only scratch the surface. If you need help, our course, Winning the Toddler Stage, is here to help. It is aptly nicknamed the Toddler Manual because it truly has every single thing you could possibly struggle with under the sun between the ages of one and six within one course. We're not going to do a bunch of workshops. You have to buy the sleep guide and the picky eating guide and the this guide and the that guide. No, everything you could possibly need for ages one through six is all in this one course. We were never meant to do this parenting thing alone. You deserve to have help. We are here for you. You can find that course at biglittlefeelings.com and be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at biglittlefeelings. We give free tips every single day. They might change your life with one free tip. Thank you so much for being here with us. This has been an Odyssey production, executive produced by Lauren LaGrasso, produced by Daniela Silva, edited by Bob Tabador, and theme music composed by Liz Full. Then studio lighting designed by Shane Sackett and designed by Jackie Shearman. Special thanks to Odyssey Executive Vice President and Head of Podcasts, Jenna Weiss-Berman. And thank you for being here with us. We can't wait till next week.